Okay, I know this is terrible, but I'm recording in a cafe and it's really noisy and I have a terrible microphone. But I really wanted to get this, this chat with Lee on here. So he and, uh, he and Justin have started, well, a long time ago, started Optimal Living Daily, a daily podcast where they read other people's work. And they read one of mine recently and I was really intrigued. So the more I looked into it, the more I liked it. I mean, they're doing writing, they're doing reading, they're doing, it's basically like audiobooks. It's all audio, it's all good, it's every day, it's every single day. I mean, need I say more? So it was not hard to believe that I was going to reach out to Lee and try to get him on the phone and have a quick chat. So that's exactly what we did. And you'll just hear what he's doing. It's so exciting for authors, it's exciting for the audio world. And what he's doing is really remarkable. If you think about it content-wise, what they're doing is pretty cool. It's not even their own content. If you think about that, I'm a content machine and they don't even have their own content and they're doing awesome stuff. So here is Bradley Shrevenow and Lee Rankinen talking about Optimal Living Daily as well as Optimal Finance Daily, Optimal Relationships Daily. And you'll hear more and more about it as he talks and as he lets you know what they're doing over there. It's great stuff. It was really fun talking with him. Looking forward to talking with him again. I hope you enjoy talk and I'm, I'm kind of the Hemingway 95 pages of crap and you'll get five pages of <laughs> something it, it, better yeah yeah yep. good and done is better than perfect and and not anywhere close to getting started so yeah yeah exactly exactly so yeah that's definitely my my shtick of just uh cool. winging it and seeing what happens and it's working out. Yep. I've got you know a bunch of books and a lot of content, and uh, I feel that I get better for it, you know. And so, for sure, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think that's a good mindset. We do the same thing. We're always trying new stuff. I mean, there's always something new that we're trying or thinking about trying or adding to the list of things to try. Because, um, you know, truth be told, with all the things that we've done in, in our business, I'm talking about Justin and myself. Um, most of the time, the things we think are like home run, like great ideas, uh, yeah. more often than not seem to flop. <laughs> and uh, wow. the stuff where we're like, yeah, we'll try it. We don't have high expectations. Those, those seem to, to be more successful at a higher rate for whatever reason. Isn't that weird? I have, I have, I have very similar. I think, oh, this is going to yep. be my best book ever or best whatever ever. <laughs> and it's just a bomb. I think I, you're just not understanding me. Yes. Yep. Totally get it. Wow. Yeah. Hey, so can you, can we back? So, so just for, for the record here, I, I met you through your podcast where you, and, and of course this is all I know about you. So you'll, you'll fill me in on the details, but I just found it. I mean, I can give you all kinds of adjectives, but fascinating. And it, it, it connected, it resonated with me so like deeply. I was kind of shocked. And so just for, for the record to throw it out there, what I know of you is that you have a, several podcasts, I don't know if this, and you can elaborate, where you are reading aloud uh, people's work, people's writing, and sort of like an audiobook narrator, but then just for an article or a post. And then so Correct. you read, or actually your wife read one of my pieces and it was a very touching piece. I mean, it was about my dad and it was at his funeral and everything. So for me, it's very personal. But 
well, that, I'm sure that added to it. But then having her read it, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It was just like, it was just magical. It was just, <laughs> yeah. wow. I was just so impressed. So there you go with a bad introduction of you because that's all I know. But I think that's an interesting introduction because, because that is all I know. And so now I want to hear more. So inter introduce you to introduce yourself to me <laughs> as well as anybody sure. listening. Yep. So I am uh, Lee Rankinen. I am a co-founder of Optimal Living Daily, uh, which is our, our little podcast network. We have five different shows. Um, wow. They're all in different niches. So Optimal Living Daily covers personal development, minimalism, uh, pretty much anything we can find that we think might in improve your life, improve your mindset. Um, every episode is 10 minutes or less on average. There's a few that, that creep a little higher, but, but the average episode is about 10 minutes. Uh, Optimal Living goes seven days a week. It's been going since December of 2015 with, with not a single day off. So uh, consistency is key. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, we just crossed over 1,400 episodes. Um, okay, I'm going to interrupt the, you there because uh, yeah, go ahead. we were briefly talking and and we were both talking about how, uh, well, you just said consistency is key because I started writing a post every day on November 1st, 2012. Wow. And, oh, it's almost November. So that's almost, wow, that's almost seven years. Okay, that's so amazing. I do not, I rarely meet people who are so persistent. So continue, I'm thrilled. <laughs> yeah uh and again like that's the number one feedback i feel like i give to people all the time when they're asking uh you know just career advice life advice i'm not an expert in in any of that by any means but uh it seems like in just about every facet of life and especially business and trying new things it's you just got to be consistent because like the incremental gains of just doing something every day consistently over a long period of time it's, it's amazing like if i was to go back and listen to our early episodes to where we are now um to me it sounds like night and day uh you know it's just those, those little incremental improvements you just get more comfortable you get more fluid with things uh you get faster at doing things so we're able to produce a lot more content when we started it was it was one show now it's five shows so we do right now we do 29 episodes a week <laughs> um across no. our five shows so uh but but it, not it, not all five shows are seven days a week right i think i, I gathered correct yep so so just optimal living daily seven days a week optimal finance daily we just started last weekend as our first week of going a full seven days so that one had always been weekdays um optimal health daily optimal business daily and optimal relationships daily are all five days a week okay. um it, may or may not off. add yeah, exactly. May or may not add, you know, Optimal Finance Daily has been our second biggest show for a long time. Um, and we had some requests from listeners like, hey, if you guys are, are able to produce more content and get more content out to it, we will listen to it. Um, so we, we're trialing that right now. And like we had talked about earlier, we just like to try things and see what happens. You know, if we if we try this and it works, great. If um, the workload becomes too much or the the listeners just aren't there for the weekend episodes, we'll, we'll adjust and, and modify that. So I, so I have to ask, I mean, the reason I also wanted to connect with you is that I am an audio, I don't know, lover, audiophile, audio, I don't know. I love audiobooks. I love listening to them. I love 
narrating them. I love recording them. I love producing them. I just, I mean, I'm with my dog on a daily basis in the forest, earbuds in, an audiobook or a podcast, almost always on. And I just, I feel, and I know there's research and studies and science to prove all this, but it, it enters our brain and our memories in a different way than, re, than other media, right? Than, than reading a book or watching a movie or even <laughs> having a conversation where you're looking at a person and talking and hand gestures and facial expressions. And so all you have is the audio. So you have to visualize the other stuff. And I think that combination is just, you know, a, a beautiful thing. But of course, I'm biased. I love it. You know, not everybody does. Some people yep. you know, they prefer video or no, give me the book. I don't, I don't understand anything until I read the book. And I'm almost the opposite. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really, it's not really going to sink in until I hear it. So I just yeah. uh, love it. So, I, I, so I, how did this come about? How do, I don't get it. How, how did you just start? <laughs> So, yeah, it's a so, fascinating uh, my, thing, but uh, wow, yeah, where did this idea come from? My business partner, Justin, and I had had a mobile app business uh, for three years, um, kind of on its last legs. I mean, it was, it was making enough money where Justin was working for us full time. I was still working in corporate America, uh, you know, helping out nights and weekends and doing that deal. Um, neither one of us had a lot of passion for it. It was not something we wanted to be doing you know, a year, five years, 10 years down the road. So we started looking at something else, you know, it was something we got into mainly because we, we saw the mobile application business growing at a rapid rate and thought, Hey, this makes sense. Let's, let's jump in here and see what we can do. Um, that business model alone probably pivoted five or six times to from where we started to where we ended. Um, and we were just looking to do something else. And, uh, I had been interviewed on a few podcasts, um, you know, in the mobile app space, podcasts centered around uh, developing mobile apps and source code and all that stuff. Uh, and that was my first introduction to to podcasts. I mean, I knew what they were, but I'd never spent any time listening to them. And I was doing some preparation uh, to be interviewed by these shows. So I was checking out podcasts. And then I just kind of dove into that world. Um, and I'm just like you. I love audio. I, I will actually prefer listening to audio, like at the end of the day, rather than read a book. Uh, or rather than watch any type of video entertainment. I love audio. I like being able to either A, do something else while I'm yeah. listening. So whether yeah. that's working out, going for a walk, cleaning the house, anything, or I, I really enjoy just being able to like lay down at the end of the night and throw in some earbuds and just kind of relax and close my eyes and just, just actually consume the content. Um, yeah. so I was, I was all in from day one. I mean, I, I listened to a crazy amount of audiobooks and podcasts just about every day. Um, and, and what we should probably mention is, again, the content that we're narrating for this podcast is other people's content that we get permission from them to then put into audio form. Um, and this was Justin's idea. He just said, hey, uh, we were both really into personal development and we wanted to do something in that space. And we talked about blogging or we talked about going, you know, some type of business around that. And he said, hey, what about if... Uh, we narrated people's blog content with their permission. And he said, it'd be like an ongoing audiobook. We could do it daily. It'll be short episodes. Uh, and we'll just feature as many different authors as, as are okay with it. Um, we got really fortunate uh, early on. The minimalists, uh, who have a very large following, uh, were the first ones to say, yes, you can, you can narrate our content. Um, shortly thereafter, they launched their Netflix documentary, which I think was the largest 
either documentary or independent documentary launched in 2016. Um, they launched their podcast shortly after. Then they asked Justin to just re-narrate their audiobooks. So all of their audiobooks wow. um, have Justin as the narrator. So all of this happened in very quick succession. Uh, and, and, you know, we're very, like, very, very thankful for, you know, Joshua and Ryan for, for kind of taking that leap of faith and letting us do this. Because at that point in time, it was just an idea. We didn't, we didn't have any other social proof. We had nothing to show them. Um, Justin is a perfectionist, so the audio quality is, like, out of this world. It's, it's perfect. Um, he actually ended up winning an audio award for the narration and production of their audio books that he did for them. So the quality is great, but they took that leap of faith. They said, go for it. That was enough social proof for us to get started. Uh, you know, once you have a, a big name or big names like them, uh, other people are like, yeah, if it's cool for them. It's cool for us. Uh, and, you know, fast forward to now, and I think we're closing in on 150 different contributing authors that we have um, across the five shows. Wow. You know, it's really, it, it, I've never even heard of such an idea that, I mean, <laughs> yep. if you think it, about simple, it, it's, right? <laughs> it, it is simple, but to, to come up with that idea, I mean, even you're telling me the idea. I understand yep. the words you're saying, but I still think, how did you guys come up with that idea? Let's read other people's content. I really like the less than 10 minute thing. That's great because yep. there are, in fact, uh, I, I don't, I, I, you know, podcasts, it depends, well, back to the sort of the podcast and audiobook topic. I'm, I'm currently writing a bunch of short stuff. I'm doing, uh, I just, yep. in fact, just today, I just published a book. I think it's like 23 pages. And of course, audio nutcase that I am, I did the audiobook too. And, um, there are lots of new options for audiobook distribution just really recently too. It's not all only, I don't know how much you know about the audiobook world, but it's not only ACX and Amazon and Audible anymore. There's really some other players that are doing some fun stuff and lets you play around with pricing more and promotions. And so that's why, because if I have like this short audiobook of mine, I'm, I'm selling it for 99 cents. It's, it's literally 14 minutes, right? And so... Yep. But I, for me, I, I also try to produce what I think I, as a consumer, would enjoy. Yep. That's why I, I appreciate your less than 10 minute thing, because that's just a, like, I'm, I'm heading to, um, bike into the supermarket. I know it's like 10 minutes. Well, <laughs> if I start some 52 yep. minute podcast, I may or may not like remember where I was or whatever. And this is like, ooh, I can get this done and get one little nugget. And also, I just think sort of content wise, I like that. I like, give me one message. Give me one sort of topic, one message that I am going to take away and go with rather than, you know, some 300 page, six hour book with 14 messages and 87 ideas, 94% of which I'm going to forget. And unless I, I don't know, listen to it twice or really soak it in or it's just you know, the greatest stuff ever. But mm -hmm. which happens, of course, of course. But I think the majority is, oof, like just information overload. And wow, that wow, this is long. And uh, and and I'm I'm old school enough to love reading big thick books in paperback and sitting down cozying up with a long book. That is awesome. I'm not, you know, just oh, I don't have an attention span of a a gnat. You know, I'm not yep. that. 
but I just I like the short stuff too because it's just snappy and, well, I, and funny. Yeah, and I think what it does too is it lowers the barrier to entry for for a potential listener, right? And I think that's what you're doing with your with your mm. short book too. Like that makes so much sense to me because like if I'm coming across you for the first time as a potential reader, um, and you have a 500 page book or you have a 23 page book, and I'm like, okay, do I want to you know, I, everything I've seen from Bradley, I really like, I like his writing. Uh, you know, I've been on his website. It, yeah. it seems like his message is going to connect with me. Now, do I want to take a full fledged commitment of buying a book that's 500 pages and, and know I'm going to spend that much time with them, with him and his writing, or do I want to buy a 23 page book that I can read in one sitting, uh, kind of get a taste for his writing style for uh, his book writing, and is this something then that is kind of like the entry level for me to to become like a consumer of your content? So to me, it makes a lot of sense from that. I mean, if you look at how like digital courses and how that uh, whole arena has evolved over the last ten years or so, um, people have kind of like those lead magnets, those those very low price point provide a lot of value for very little time and very little money. Um, yeah. And it, it kind of gets the consumers in the front end, make sure they're comfortable with that person, that product, that message, and then they can move them on to a little more, a little more, a little more. So, well, it's funny you mentioned courses because, of course, I create courses too because I'm a creation machine, but <laughs> addicted. But I have the same thing. I want to keep my videos under 10 minutes. I want to have, I would rather have more of them and have them shorter than, yep. and then. Like I just, I'm taking a course right now on, on Amazon advertising and there are five lessons and each one is like hour, hour and a half, two hours even. And I think for purely organizational sake, I can't keep track. I'm like, okay, where yep. was that bit about X, Y, Z? Was that like lesson two halfway through? So I've got to scroll through and especially, you know, in the nonfiction help co coaching, teaching world. You know, I want to refer to something. I want to be able to find it. I'll happily re-watch the eight-minute video about topic XYZ. Oh, yeah, that's yep. what it was again. Now I remember. Whereas if I got to scroll through the hour and a half thing, then and I'll do it if I'm dedicated enough to go dig for the information. But it's just the, the Yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, just like that focus and clarity of shorter form. And just as a content creator you have to be like so much more direct with your messaging, right? Like if, if you're going to give an hour, if you're going to create an hour long video, there's a lot of leeway in there for tangents and everything else. But if you're going to create a, a six minute video, like your, your message, you better be very focused and clear with what, what messaging you're getting across. Um, otherwise it's going to be a wasted six minutes. Yeah, I just did just now, I just recorded some lesson for one of my courses and it was eight minutes. And then I realized, yep audio professional that I am, I hadn't turned on the microphone. So, <laughs> so a complete waste of eight minutes. I thought, oh, well, I got to do it again. And so I did it again and I got it down to six minutes. Nice. Just, just with one take, you know, I'm not even trying real hard, but just yeah. one take and then do it again and it was better. Yep. Wow. So can you tell me a little bit, you have so much content, that is crazy. Is There's got to be just a huge variety of do you, do your authors help promote the podcast or it's probably varies widely? It, it does. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously like we have some really, really big authors um, yeah. and 
Um, usually the bigger they are, the less they promote. Um, yeah. And again, through no, no fault of their own. I mean, really, to be honest, uh, you know, if you're a massive author, their audiences are so much larger than ours would ever be. <laughs> that it was, uh, there's, there's, you know, they're providing us more value than we're providing them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But some of Even them do. Like the minimal title of the episode. Exactly. Right. Just, just having some search with, with their names on it. But uh, you know, there are people that have done it like the minimalists, they promote us a ton early on. I mean, they really, really helped us get off the ground. Um, so there are exceptions to that rule. Uh, most of the mid-size and small size authors do share it because uh, usually our audience is either similar size or, or quite often our audience is bigger than some of the smaller authors that we narrate. Um, so it's cool. Uh, you know, when we narrate uh, an author's first post and it goes live, uh, you know, sometimes they'll see a little influx of traffic to their website uh, and then they'll reach out right away and say, hey, you know, I just saw, I, I was wondering when my episode was going to go live and I just saw, you know, the influx right. of traffic and, and found the webpage that, uh, with the player and the show notes and all that. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's growing. I mean, I, I think probably on average, we probably add about 10 new authors a month at this point. We get a ton of, uh, a ton of people reaching out to us to narrate their content. So we got to go through that. And then I still spend a, a little bit of time each day kind of just sourcing the web and trying to find referrals from existing authors and stuff like that for, for other content I should be reading that, that might be a good fit for one of our shows. So, so that's how you find it. They, the authors contact you directly and then also you're, you're looking. Yeah. And like when we started, it was, uh, you know, I was still working, Justin was doing it, but we were looking a hundred percent of the time. There was, <laughs> there was no influx of authors. Obviously when we first launched, uh, now it's, uh, we get a lot, we get a lot of, a lot of requests, um, which is cool. It's great. Uh, it, you know, sometimes it's easier if it's the other way around and we're just looking cause we can find stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, that, that fits, but, uh, but yeah, either way is great. Uh, I try to I try to add ten new authors a month. That's kind of like my own goal is let's get let's get ten new authors a month in, get some new voices in. Uh, so yeah, you know. So I'm just thinking out loud here, but and again because we're both audio fanatics. But I wonder if this will probably probably get into uh, licensing issues. But I was thinking, I wonder if like uh, bunching or grouping certain episodes together as an audio book would be interesting or you've probably thought about this already but is yeah we uh yeah again like like you said licensing and stuff like we, we can't we don't really want to you know we don't own this content and yeah, we make it a, yeah. very clear with all the authors you know we're, we're narrating it with your permission we're putting it out there um you know we are monetizing via advertising but uh right. but to go and like sell their <laughs> their content in audio form That's is, true. Yeah, that yeah, that would, that would be a tough sell, I think, for for most people. Yeah, and maybe not even much of a sell because, I mean, the the whole pod, the way podcasts work, I just love the ease of use. Yep, it's delivered to your phone on a whatever you know regular basis, and bitter up, it's there. Yay, press play, and that's it. It's so simple, and I love the whole serial aspect of it or whatever it is weekly and it's just magically appears even it's even easier than a book reading right a book yep an e-reader or a paper book paper book i can put it on the on the you know on the nightstand and i know what page i'm on 
And if I don't yep. dog ear my page, but it falls on the ground, I gotta, gotta go figure out where I was. I mean, luxury problems we're talking about here. Totally, but, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, uh, just the way podcasts work, I think they're just a fantastic medium for so many things. And just like the weekly dose, or with you, in your case, the daily dose of this sharp, focused, less than 10 minute, you know, read by what I consider professional narrators. You guys do an awesome job, I thought. Uh, yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, and the cool thing, one of the things that a lot of our authors have done, uh, I shouldn't say a lot, a, a good handful of them have done, is they'll actually take the, the podcast player um, for each episode and they will uh, embed it right on their site for those posts. Um, that way they're just giving their audience, if you go to their site and they say, hey, like you can read this article or you can listen to it right here in audio form. Um, so it's cool for us because it gives more exposure to the podcast. Uh, it's good for them as well because uh, if somebody's going to sit there and listen to the podcast on the page, it's going to increase the their length of time that's spent on that page. You know, so it's good good from a, a Google Analytics perspective, a SEO perspective for them on their own site. Um, so that's another cool thing people have been doing with audio. Uh, come across quite a few sites where people are doing it themselves as well, where they are they're narrating their own blog posts and then just giving their listeners or readers the option to to do either or yeah i've seen that some too i think i've seen some i think they're like robot red as well on certain sites like media yep. i don't know if that was robot red or what but and they say do you know uh, do you know if joanna penn she ring a bell i do nope author. does not ring a bell okay F fiction author but also also non-fiction author and she's big into AI and the future of everything. And um, she talks a lot about how the reading, the robotic reading is just getting better and better. And, and yep. the future of that is, is interesting. And I'm really curious, especially you guys must be curious about the future of that. <laughs> yep. Because um, you don't, there's robots taking your job. But I don't know. I think, I think we got a ways off where a robot's going to be able to know the intonations and the pauses and the, you know, the human aspects of, of what a real performance is. Agreed. And again, it comes down to um, like that connection too, because especially if you're listening to stuff that is having an impact on your life, is it as impactful if it's, if it's robot red? Um, right. You know, and part of our show is there is an intro and outro. So there is a connection between each of our narrators and their audiences. Uh, if Justin mentioned something on the show about his life, we'll get like a crazy influx of emails about people reaching out and, you know, wishing oh, him the really? best or, yeah. So, so that audience, you know, that, that relationship with the audience has really been built. We haven't, you know, we've definitely looked at that and we were concerned about it early on as far as like the AI go, it goes, cause it, it could totally just uh, replace us. Um, but I think, you know, the hardcore audience for our podcast, um, they're they're there for the content, but they're also there because of like the relationship that they built with the shows and with the hosts of the shows. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, I think we've got a few more years at least where we're we're safe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. based on what I've heard, I, th I think you're right. Yeah, it's still you can still kind of tell. I've heard some some like uh, commercials and stuff that that I know are done by a robot. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, you can just you can just kind of tell. 
Right, right. But it is getting better and better. It is. It really is. Wow. Hey, I, I know. So speaking of time and having condensed uh, episodes and stuff, I want, I could, I think I could talk with you for hours about all things audio, but how can I help you? How, what are you looking for? How could I help spread the word? What, uh, what's your sort of ideal uh, content you're looking for or, or how, what would you say to, you know, authors? Cause I work a lot with authors. What are you looking for? How could they help you? How could you help them? Yeah, I mean, really, all we're looking for is, is you know, more great content to share with our audience. Uh, again, whether you have five followers or 5,000 or 5 million, um, good content is good content. You know, we always find it really gratifying when we find some authors who maybe aren't as well known, um, but are really good writers and they just need some more exposure. You know, they just need to get in front of more people. Um, maybe marketing is not their thing, but, but content is. So, um, yeah. so we love doing that. And then, yeah, promotion wise, that's great. I mean, there's nothing, um, better for us than somebody finding value out of our podcast and then sharing it with their audience, sharing it with their friends, their family. Um, yeah. you know, when we get, we have a Facebook group and when people join, we just ask them a couple quick questions, you know, where did you find out about the show? Um, and how'd you start listening? And a very good percentage of those are just literally recommendations from family members or friends. So, uh, I mean, if I think we're all kind of like that, where if a family member or a close friend is like, Hey, this is something that I'm consuming that I'm really enjoying. I think you, you should check it out. Uh, you're probably much more likely to do it. So, yeah. Can you, can you list your, you have five podcasts now, right? We, we do. Yep. Can you list those again? Yep. So Optimal Living Daily, again, personal development, minimalism. Uh, optimal Finance Daily, anything around personal finance, frugality, uh, investing, retirement, anything on those topics. Uh, optimal Health Daily, uh, you know, again, diet, exercise, uh, nutrition. Um, Justin's brother actually hosts a show, uh, and he's a PhD in public health and a registered dietitian and uh, nutritionist, uh, personal trainer. So, you know, he's got the credentials to do it. So he actually on Friday does Q and A episodes um, from with listener questions uh, and provides his own feedback on those. Wow. Yep. And then yeah, so that's that's been cool. Um, and then we have a relationship show, so that goes covers everything from dating and breakups to marriage to parenting. Uh, and then we have a business show, which covers all things business, entrepreneurship, career advice. Uh, yeah. And, and speaking of the Q&A, we're actually launching a new show, probably at some point before the year's over. Um, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we, can't, we can't help ourselves. Um, but uh, need a good help. One of, <laughs> we do. Wow. And uh, one of the authors that we've narrated for probably a good year now. Uh, he's a certified life coach. Um, and he reached out to us and said, Hey, I'd love to work with you guys. Have you ever guys, have you ever thought of doing like a Q and a show like you do on health on Fridays, just with listener questions more from the main show from optimal living daily. Um, and we hadn't because again, we don't consider ourselves experts in this. Uh, we're not credentialed to really answer people's uh, <laughs> questions or, or issues, whereas he is. So, um, yeah, we're going to hopefully launch that show in the, in the next few months. And, 
uh, Greg Audino will be hosting it and answering listener questions. So we've already started sourcing listener questions. Uh, I don't think we're going to go daily on the start from this one. Maybe, no. maybe a couple times a week, three times a week to start um, and just kind of gauge interest from there and, and see what happens. You know, I got to say, it sounds like you guys are having fun too. It, it's, you know, you're not <laughs> are, reading my, like tax <laughs> law. You're not a... <laughs> no. Yeah. Got I probably spend uh, <laughs> I probably spend three to four hours a day just reading reading content, whether it's reviewing content for the actual shows or trying to find new authors. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very curious. So I, I love it. And it's just uh, uh, there's no stress involved with my day to day work. I, I really, truly enjoy it when the weekend's over um, and my kids have totally worn me out. I'm excited to, <laughs> to get back to work. Uh, on Monday morning, so yeah, so life is good, work is good. It's uh, uh, it's it really is like a dream come true. Wow, you just said you just like threw in three comments like, I love my work. I can't wait till Monday morning. Like, wow, <laughs> yep. people are probably falling over, thinking, Seriously. who is this guy and what is he doing and how do I figure out how to do that? <laughs> yes awesome. i was i was one of them not not you know just a few years ago i was kind of in the same boat so yeah. I, I totally understand that perspective wow wow oh i'm so glad you connected so quickly that was great i was, I was so excited to talk with you and yeah um, yeah same here all things audio so this is just fantastic and i know and i say we can talk forever so maybe we, we'll talk again and we'll we'll reconnect soon and see how you're doing and see uh sort of catch up and see if you have any um, other new tricks up your sleeve up, up all of your sleeves yeah. <laughs> no that'd be great i it, it's always great to connect uh you know especially with fellow audio enthusiasts and authors and people that are kind of in the content space um so yeah anytime literally anytime you want to hop back on the phone just let me know okay excellent oh thank you so much for your time it's been really great talking with you yeah thank you Okay, and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.